some folks that will be calling in. We want to make sure we get the candidate on and um, have a chance to chat with them for a few moments. And we'll check that out. 301-694-9363. 301-694-WFMD. Your chance to sound off to be heard. All right. We're going to be going to uh, the man from Montgomery County. That's what I'm talking about. It is, I think, on the phone, Doug Gansler, a candidate for the uh, in the Democratic primary for governor of the state of Maryland. Good afternoon, Doug. Hey, Jim. How are you? I'm well. I hope you don't mind me calling you Doug. I just know too much about I mean, I've, I've known you too long. You know what? I've been called a whole lot worse. Yes, I, and that's before you left home this morning. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know how you're living my life, it sounds like. Amen, yeah. brother. It's great to hear from you, Doug. Uh, congratulations on the run. Um, it's a full, a full slate of candidates, to say the very least, I would say. And um, right. how do you see the field going, and how are things going for you? Well, there's 10 candidates from the Democratic side. I mean, I, I think it's, it's, it's hard to know how it's going. I think we're um, well-positioned. As a state senator said to me, there's no favorite in the race, but I'd much, much rather be you than anyone else. And I think that's where we are. You know, there's about two-thirds of the voters are undecided. Really? Point, which is just ludicrous, considering the primary is literally on July 19th. It's coming up in whatever, less than 60 days. Yeah. And just nobody is focused on it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm different than the other candidates in the race. I'm the only pro-business, pro-law enforcement, practical, moderate in the Democratic field. Uh, obviously, way more... We have more experience than anyone in the field, and I'm the only candidate that would be able to beat Kelly Schultz in the general election. Whether all that matters or not, I can't tell you with an election that's in the middle of July. Exactly. 100-degree weather and, you know, who votes and exactly. all that. Uh, Doug, I, I, Mr. Gansler, I know you very well, but would you tell a little bit about your background, the uh, fact that you were the attorney general of the state, and uh, any uh, background that you can uh, pass on so people know you a little bit better? Well, no, thank you. Yeah, no, I grew up in Maryland, and uh, I'm actually one of the few counties that did. So I grew up in Maryland, in Montgomery County. I lived about a mile from my elementary school and uh, was in a, went away for college and law school, but came back and was an assistant United States attorney uh, doing, for six years, doing mostly homicide cases, but uh, all types of crimes. Then I was the state's attorney in Montgomery County, and we had for eight years, two terms there, um, endorsed by both parties, as a matter of fact. And we, we uh, you know, Beltway Snipers is probably the most celebrated case that we had during that time. We had sure. a lot of, of pretty big cases. And then I was, the, I was your attorney general for eight years. Uh, during one of those years, I was actually president of all the attorneys general in the country and ran against um, Anthony Brown for governor when I was the sitting attorney general. He was the lieutenant governor. We lost that race. So we had a Republican governor for eight years, uh, Larry Hogan, who's you know, done a very good job in, in, in many areas. And now he leaves office and sort of it's an open seat. So and I met, and, and the crime background is, is important because there's no other candidate actually in either party that has any background in criminal justice at all. And for the first time since the 1970s, crime is the number one issue on people's minds. And, you know, downtown Frederick's got, got its share and, sure. and it's really, uh, you know, all over the state. Well, I, and I appreciate that because we, you know, we need to have our elected officials, governors particularly, to know what is needed. And uh, uh, I think that we first met when you were the state's attorney down there, you were prosecuting, and I was 
wait a minute, I wasn't a defendant. No, I, we were prosecuting together. <laughs> but uh, I, I do appreciate that. And, and you, you have, you, you've been a friend of Frederick because you, you know, you're well expe- respected up here. You make your way up here quite often, so you're not a stranger to Western Maryland at all. Um, what? Uh, no. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, no, we actually, it was interesting, you know, there's a lot of fake polls that are all over the place. Everybody's got their polls showing this, that, and the other. But, you know, the first actual voting poll, there was something called the Western Maryland Caucus, the Democratic Caucus. Yeah. And we had that about a, a week, 10 days ago. It was actually at Rocky Gap, and the five counties were there. And, and we were we won the most votes of, of anybody among Western Maryland voters. One of the candidates from downtown Baltimore City brought in a, buses of, of folks from Baltimore City. But... The most important thing for us is sort of the guy that was in our lane is is the 75-year-old uh, tax collector, and we beat him 71 to 10, so that was good. So, yeah, the, uh, to your point, we have a lot of support in Western Maryland because I'm always in Western Maryland. And in Frederick in particular, uh, we have a lot of support because, you know, Senator Ron Young endorsed us, and we have a number of folks up there that are helping us out. But one of the main reasons is because I'm, I'm really excited, and one of the first things I want to do is to make sure we put the conference center downtown Frederick. Frederick's the biggest city in the country without a downtown hotel. And we, got, we wanted to put the conference center in there and help with parking and really keep building downtown Frederick. So that's important. want to make sure we get the Mark trains. You know, as you know, uh, Tim, the Mark leaves three times in the morning, comes back three times in the afternoon. That doesn't really t- into D.C., and that really doesn't sort of fit with everybody's schedule. And so we want to enhance that and then, Make sure we get some uh, some mass transit from Shady Grove Road into Frederick, so people can get to the metro. So there's a bunch of stuff we want to sort of do hit hit the ground running for Frederick and, and Western Maryland. Right? We're talking to Doug Gansler, who is the former Attorney General of the State of Maryland, former State's Attorney for Montgomery County, Maryland, and now a candidate in the Democratic primary for governor. Uh, I uh, read with interest uh, your press release yesterday on the shooting in Texas, uh, um, and um, Dan, it's it's uh, People just don't seem to understand the real problem, in my opinion. If you had a chance to, I know you've listened all day to the show, but uh, you know we gotta go. We have, we have to attack mental illness and not just guns. And that was my point. Well, I think that's right. I mean, it, it, it takes a certain person that thinks it's a good idea and wants to actually go in and shoot up a school full of kids. I mean, most uh, sort of well-adjusted human beings yeah. would have the exact opposite of you and want to save those children. So clearly he, uh, this person and, and all these sort of mass shooters have mental health issues. So one of the things, and, you know, and, and it manifests itself obviously in a lot of different ways other than shooting up a school, but, but their mental health is a real issue. It's an issue that, you know, is on everybody's minds because somebody in their family or their neighbor that someone sure. they work with has mental health issues. And so we ought to, in schools, and frankly, for first responders and others that need it, right. we, but particularly in schools, we should have a mental health officer for every 250 children. I so read a, that. a certified mental Great. health person. Great. Yeah, you know, just to be able to talk to somebody, have someone to talk to you about problems and issues. But we also, you know, need to look at it from the enforcement side. One of the things I've been talking about forever, and, and we did it in Montgomery County successfully, is put SROs in every school. I, I just don't understand the, the far left argument that somehow that's a bad thing. You know, you. I'm old enough, Tim, that we used to have officer-friendly, you know. Exactly. That concept. And, and, you know, having a police officer in the school actually has helps prevent more children from going into the juvenile system because 
while with violent offenders and, and real criminals, you, you put them in the system. But people for petty offenses, you can work that out with parents and the student and the school administrators and teachers and, and solve those problems in the school with the SRO. But also, you know, you have a, somebody with a, a police officer with a gun there. And even in the case in Texas, my understanding, and, you know, two different things, but my understanding is that that officer was who called in the rest of the officers right away to prevent even more carnage. So Correct. I think we all have SROs in every school. Well, that's great, because I know Montgomery County, where you reside, that uh, uh, they had one time taken them all out, and now they're starting to put them back yeah. in, I think. That's a smart move. It's like yeah. defunding the police. You you know, I, I don't understand that movement either. It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. In fact, we, I'm the only, you know, look, I'm running against yeah. nine far, you know, pretty far to the left. You know, the the, the comptroller, you never, he changes positions like most people change underwear, so you don't really know where he is on a day-to-day, but this week I think he's far left. And so, uh, you know, they're all calling for, you know, defunding the police or, or you know, yeah. after-school programs will solve all the problems of the world, but we're calling for a 1,000 new police officers and making sure that they're well-trained. I mean, we need to bring crime down but and, and bring justice up. And so, I, and I get that. That's part of it, making sure we have well-trained police officers that, you know, every time, for example, when I have a state's attorney, every time a police officer shot his or her gun, we put in the grand jury that, let people from the community decide whether it was a justified shooting or not. And there's a lot you can do on the justice side, but we need to have more police officers because, you know, nobody's getting shot in, in Frederick. Uh, not, well, not, not Frederick, but no one's getting shot in Potomac, Maryland tonight, for example. Right. You know, it, crime disproportionately affects communities of color and underserved communities. They deserve to be safe, too. So we ought to have more police officers on the streets and, and helping protect people and keep them safe because... Crime's out of control right now, and nobody seems to be doing anything about it. And there's a distrust among law, for law enforcement from the community they serve, and that that should not happen. That should not be a thing. Let me take you to one of the problems I see, uh, uh, and ask how you would, you know, in a couple of seconds here, how you're going to fix the problem in Baltimore. Yeah, so Baltimore. I'm actually uh, talking to you from Baltimore right now about the, you know, as the, as the pro business Democrat, I'm, I'm going to the Greater Baltimore Committee event uh, tonight. Sure. And Baltimore is, 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 is it's really sad. I mean, yes. I, I don't know other, any other word to say. Yeah, and I said this on, on radio in Baltimore last week. I said, look, if you are, are okay with 400 people being murdered a year in Baltimore City, a city of only 570,000 people, or, and you're okay with being seen at the red light thinking you might be the next carjacking victim, you should consider voting for somebody else. But if, if you want to make Baltimore safe, and eradicate crime, then I'm then I'm asking for for the vote, and so because I'm the only I mean, I'm running against people that don't know the difference between an indictment and a conviction, and mm-hmm. so there's so much we can do. And look, you just go south to Washington D.C. When I was a federal prosecutor there, they, you know, we, we had hundreds of murders a year there too. But now they don't, and yeah. because it's fixable, you just need to have somebody who knows what they're doing and have some leadership. Well, that's true, and then uh, it's it's interesting because uh, when I uh, knew you as a state's attorney, I mean, you were. Uh, you know, lock them up, Dan. But that was good because you 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 made the things. You know, uh, I I don't want to be that say that in a negative way. But you know, if, if you prosecute those who need to prosecute it, and those that didn't, you you know, you know, not every case comes to the state's attorney or the you know that uh, has to be prosecuted because you can see through it. So I I've always appreciated that about you. Uh, I I um. I, I appreciate you calling in today, but how can people in Frederick County get a hold of uh, a Doug Gansler? What do I call you, Dan? Oh, whatever. Doug Gansler. I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, I think that's right. And, and, you know, just on that point, we had 
13 murders a year. I mean, in the teens, we had our murders in Montgomery County, 1.1 million people, because you put the bad guys in, you keep yeah. the good guys out, we drug courts, domestic violence, all that. But, um, yeah, look forward to doing it again. Um, best way to do it is just DougGansfloor.com. You know, just go on our website and reach out. We're happy to help. And we we have a really big presence in Frederick. We want to make sure we do well in Frederick and in Western Maryland. And so I'm looking forward to that. So it's, you know, D-O-U-G-G-A-N-S-L-E-R.com for the people. And we'll uh, we'll keep in touch, Tim. Thank you so much. And, uh, um, Doug, this is, uh, this is the first time invitation, but you're in this way, up this way. Please give us a call back. Always appreciate hearing from candidates. Uh, good luck, my friend. Doug Gansler, candidate for governor of the Democratic primary. Doug Gansler. We're coming right.